Hello, and welcome to the Carrier Conversations podcast. I'm Andy Barr, founder of Barr Transportation, and we are so glad you decided to tune in today. At Barr Transportation, we are the premier transportation brokerage that focuses on over-the-road or LTL food and beverage transportation, operating in Canada and U.S. Now, whether you are a company driver, owner-operator, or an owner of a small, medium, or mega-sized carrier, this podcast is for you. We'll cover how to run a profitable carrier, how to recruit the best drivers and keep them, and so, so much more. Lastly, at the end of each episode, make sure to stick around because we'll share with you how you can apply to be on the podcast yourself. Interviews are about 15 minutes long, and I'll leave you with my favorite quote, preparation plus opportunity equals success. That's all for now. Keep those wheels turning, and I'll see you on the inside. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Carrier Conversations podcast. We are here with Jack McColl, who is the CPA of our company, Bar Transportation. Super excited to have Jack. He's a veteran of the accounting space and the transportation space. Jack, welcome. Well, thank you, Andy. And to all you out there, we are, we, my company, which is myself as the CPA and my son, Pete, have been doing trucking for over 20 years. And Pete, is a has his own business, business tax services that's dedicated to over the road truck drivers. So we'll give you all the contact information later. But jumping right into top ten tax tips, the number one. And if you don't know anything else, this is the most important: get organized. Organize your files. Get your files organized and summarized. One of the tricks my truck driver clients use is they put an expanding file right on the floor next to their seat in the cab of the truck. Put every receipt in there. Everything that happens to your company, get a receipt, put it in there. But don't send them to me. I don't need all that paper. (laughs) I want you every month, once a month, to take the receipts out and put them in categories. I just need to have a couple numbers from you. Total fuel total phone, total faxes, total tolls, uh, truck washes, supplies, anything else you need for your truck, just give me the totals once a month. Also, if you get settlement statements from your carriers, I need a copy of the settlement statement because many times carriers will put some of those expenses on your settlement. And they should give you a 1099 at the end of the year, which is the total gross receipts you've had. And then you get to deduct all those expenses. But sometimes the carriers give you a 1099 as a net of some of those expenses. And that's what I've got to figure it out. So get organized. Get your receipts totaled. Send me the details and send me a copy of your settlement sheet once a month. And, and Jack, how, how many way, people? How many people actually save the receipts? I'm just curious. Well, everybody, we have we right currently currently have a couple hundred trucking clients that send us stuff every month. We've had as many as 1,200 trucking clients organized where we help them get their wow. motor carrier authority, their DOT number, get their IFTA stickers and such. We have about 50 of those truckers that where we do their IFTA tax reporting for them every month. And we have spreadsheets for that. But so if you get organized and you send this stuff to us once a month, 
we will turn around, we'll put them into a spreadsheet, and we'll turn around and give you what your profit is every month and every quarter, and then we'll estimate what your what your income is going to be for the year and tell you what your estimated tax payment should be every quarter. It's important if you want to make your tax payments on time to pay them every quarter. Now, Andy, you know, some people don't pay tax until the end of the year, and that's your right to do so. But if you wait until the end of the year, you'll pay those taxes plus a penalty. Not, not a very big penalty, but some penalty. So the important thing is to pay on time. And yeah, you I should think it's, file. You should, yeah. I, I would just say it's, it's up to you know each other's preference, right? Like some people, they want to hold their money and you know just to get through the year or they just like having it. Others don't like to have a huge tax pay, payment at the end of the year. So they split it up, like you said, at the quarterly milestones. Well, you're right. And I, I myself am not disciplined to put the money away in savings. I'll end up not having it at the end of the year. So I tend to put the money into a savings account until once a quarter, send a chunk to the IRS. Maybe not everything, but a chunk. So it's not such a big deal at the end of the year. You got a good organization will help you get more deductions, by the way. If you send something to us every month, we can tell you, hey, what about such and such a deduction? We, we haven't seen it yet. You do it every month because if you don't do it, you'll forget to do it. Very good. You don't, think you, don't think you can remember to do this. You probably won't. Become yeah. disciplined about making mandated IRS and state tax payments on time if you can. Okay. During the winter, you, you might not have the money during the winter, but you'll have it during the summer. That's okay. In the summer, you're probably working longer hours and getting more pay. Pay them in the summer. Just don't wait until the end of the year. So it's important to file and pay on time. It's actually just important to pay on time and you can file later. Right. So do that. Also, throughout the year, you can contribute money to an IRA, to a SEP IRA, or even a sole member 401k, or you can do it at the end of the year by April and Isn't 15th. it like $6,000 or something, an IRA or a Roth? An IRA is 6000 but if you're over age 50, it's 7000 There you go. And a, a, SEP, a SEP IRA is more, you can put away 25% of your profits in a SEP IRA. And if it's a if you have a solo 401k, you can put away even more. So it's important to do that. If you're going to set it up to do it on a regular basis. So it's not a big chunk all at once. Now, a, a lot of, a lot of my truck driver clients, they also want to write off a home office deduction. Now, if you have a sleeper cab and you're staying at truck stops at night or any place at night, the IRS will probably not let you have a home office deduction because they say that basically you're supposed to be doing your administrative duties in your truck at night. So they won't do that. But if you're a day driver and you have a home office and you're doing all of this administrative work at home, we'll write off your home office for you. Or, or, if, or if your better half is at the house helping you with your paperwork, then obviously you can write her, her home office off, right? Exactly. As long as the office ha has to be a separate room, it can't be a corner of the dining room with a desk. It's got to be a separate room that's dedicated to doing home office duties. And just to be sure, 
Take a picture of it and put it in your tax files in case you ever get audited. Take a picture of your home office. There you go. There you go. Right. Now, as a self-employed individual, there's a lot some things you can get that only self-employed people get. You can write off your health insurance or health savings account as a self-employed individual. You can take advantage of the benefit for you and your spouse. You also might want to consider a high deductible health plan for yourself and then set up an HSA, a health savings account. You can do that. We can help you with that. Also, don't forget education deductions and credits if you have college-age kids or if your spouse is still going to college. You can get the, uh, credits. They don't have deductions anymore, but you can get credits for higher education. Also, besides your truck expenses, you can get mileage deduction for your personal vehicle to do company business. When you're not on the road and you're home and you use your personal pickup truck or personal car to go run and get things or, or to buy supplies, you can write that off at 58 and a half cents a mile for usage of your personal vehicle. A lot of my truck driver clients forget that they also can write off their personal vehicle for business trips. Now, Jack, do people uh, take advantage of that? I don't, a lot, the, the per mile, you know, the non-truck per mile reimbursement or deduction? I have some truck, I have some truck drivers who, who drive for uh, and uh, basically day drivers like Home Depot or so, you know, they drive those, they drive those semis with the, the flatbeds with the fork with the forklifts hanging off the back, the Moffats. Sure. But sometimes they use their personal vehicle to get into some of the smaller neighborhoods where they can't bring the big rig. That's a perfectly legitimate deduction for a small pickup truck or so that even if they're they're having somebody else drive it, um, especially out in California, some of my drivers up there who drive for Home Depot can't get their big rigs into some of these restricted neighborhoods. So they have to offload it to a smaller vehicle and drive that to the final destination. So that's a very good and legitimate deduction. You cannot deduct the mileage going from your home to where the truck is parked. That's considered commuting. But other uses of your truck or your personal vehicle are perfectly allowable at 58 and a half cents a mile this year. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Sounds good. All right. When you do file uh, your tax return at the end of the year, or even when you do make your estimated payments, definitely do it electronically. If you're getting a refund, you'll get your refund in a couple of weeks, whereas it takes four to six weeks to get a check back in the mail. So file electronically. Also, and the, the last thing I'm going to tell you guys, and perhaps the catch-all for everything, is get a good tax advisor, a CPA, preferably, or call me. So uh, we we deal with truckers all the time, and it's amazing the new the new ideas that come up and some of the problems that come up. And and, and Jack, how how about? Uh... If you have a family and you have kids, what if they are helping you find loads, kind of like be your dispatcher? Can you write that sort of thing off? How does that work? Yeah, it's a little tricky. Um, you can put your family on the payroll, but then they have to report the income. Let's say you, you have a successful trucking business and you have your wife doing your dispatching for you and you pay her, I don't know, $1,000 a month, let's say. Well, that's also income to her on your tax return if you're filing jointly. So that's really not 
a net deduction for you. But it does give her some earnings towards her own uh, Social Security. Your kids, if they're younger, under 18, and you pay them money, you might have to worry about the kitty tax, which means, yes, they can have the money, but you file a tax return where they get taxed at your rate. That's what the kitty tax is. The kids get the income, but the tax is computed at whatever rate you're at. Okay. But uh-huh. You can still do it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And and let's say, you know, let's say a carrier is out there, whether they're big or small, uh, and they just had a great year. 2021, you know, rates are at all time highs right now, right? So if you're a carrier, things are things are good. These are good times right now. And let's say you're like, I don't want to get hit with this big tax bill. I'm going to go buy another truck, right? That's an expense. Um, how does that work? It. Yeah. How does that work to minimize your tax expense and, and grow your fleet? Yeah. It happens every year with some of my clients. I just last year had one of my clients up in Greensboro buy himself a new Volvo sleeper, $160,000 Volvo sleeper. He had a fantastic year, and we rode off most of that truck in one year. You don't have to. You can take up to three years to write off an over-the-road rig, but you oh. can write it off as quickly as one year using special section 179 depreciation. And that's a tremendous benefit. But the flip side of that is you don't get that deduction in the following year if you wrote it all off the year before. But I have a lot of truck drivers that buy a new truck or even a used truck, and we write off the entire truck the first, in the year they buy it. So. Wow. No, that's great. That's great. Uh, and, and last question, as we wrap up here, Jack, let's say, you know, there there's an owner operator, or even if they own 20 trucks in their uh, carrier fleet, or if it's a larger, maybe 200, uh, 200 unit type operation. Is there anything that's kind of like, okay, going into tax season and 2022, you know, COVID is wrapping up, hopefully, um, you know, anything particular to this year that you want to share that would be helpful for people to know as far as taxes, tax planning, and, and having a great 2022? Well, for the one thing for the past year, for 2021, make sure that you received your stimulus money from the IRS. If you didn't get it, we can still take the deduction on your tax return. Now, in 2020, that's for 2021. In 2022, I don't think they're going to have any more stimulus payments. The best thing to do is to keep yourself organized, send your documents in every month so you can see how you're doing throughout the year. See if you can afford maybe that new truck or see if there's a deduction that, that you didn't tell us about that we can go back and capture. Just be organized. The best way you save money is to make sure you know where you are at all times. There you go. There you go. Seems like your straightforward advice is be organized, stay organized, and then you can focus on your business as far as operating it. And, you know, you'll, you'll reap the tax benefit rewards. So thanks, Jack. And if you are going to have a great, well, real quick, if you are going to have a great year, definitely consider putting money into your retirement plans. An IRA or a SEP IRA or a solo 401k, if you're making a lot of money, we can get a lot of money put away for retirement for you. All right, there you go. Oh, by the way, call me anytime or Pete. The phone number is 800-259-0693 or look at us at uh, truckerbizservices.com, truckerbizservices.com.
All right. There you go. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, Andy. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Take care. Alrighty, thank you for listening to today's Carrier Conversation podcast brought to you by Bar Transportation. Now, if you are a successful driver, dispatcher, or owner of a trucking company, and you believe you have some secret sauce to share and enjoy helping others grow, then look no further. Simply go to bartrans.com, click on Carriers, and you'll find the Carrier Podcast. Now, as you know, topics range the whole spectrum from maintenance to fuel to driver recruiting to something I'm not thinking of. Just absolutely tons to talk about and we'll never run out of topics. Lastly, if you enjoyed the podcast, please like, subscribe, tweet, reshare it with everyone you know. Tell other drivers at truck stops about it. Spread the word. As you know, collectively, we can learn a lot together, right? Knowledge is power. That's all for now. Keep those wheels turning. Stay safe and remember, preparation plus opportunity equals success.